0: From the diocese of Springfield in Illinois, this is Dive Deep, where we dive deep into our Catholic faith. I'm Andrew Hanson, along with Amber Servani, a special guest all the way up from Effingham. Rebecca McIntyre making the trip. Rebecca, good to see you. Hello, good to see you. Thanks for coming in. So, Rebecca is here to talk about her incredible conversion story. She became Catholic last April. Uh, before we get into that, Rebecca. Um, you were a lead singer of Pop Rocks. Tell, yep. tell us a little, give us a little bit of your background here before we get into your conversion story. Cause you yeah. were, this was like a, you guys had cover songs basically. Yeah. We
1: were an 80s, 90s cover band and we were together for 12 years and wow. played all over the Midwest and were booked every Friday, Saturday night. Did you play in, I think when we talked, you played in Springfield. Yeah. Oh, many times in Springfield, but. I'm almost sure that we played uh, at uh, Wildflower.
0: Little, Little Flower. Little Flower, yeah. Is that Little ch- Flower? Little yeah. Flower, the church on the south yeah. side of Springfield. And, um, I like it Wildflower. Was, yeah. that, I think that's your, that's your lead singer. <laughs> that's right. yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, we played there. Uh, it was a fundraiser they were having, I think. Uh, they do like a weekend picnic. Yeah. And we're uh, the band. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool.
0: And, yeah. now, and now i got to bring it up because we were talking before we came on, yeah. but you call him Bishop, pa- oh, Bishop Paprocky yeah. after way- <laughs> pa- Paprocks. <laughs> <Pop. laughs> yeah, the
1: way I can remember his name, um, and every time I look at the Catholic Times, I don't know, not obsessively, but I like to look at his schedule. <laughs> not that I would like show up or anything, but I just want to see what he's doing. And I call him uh, Bishop Pop Rocky because of the band. And so <laughs> it's Pap Rocky though. It Pap rock, Pap
0: Rocky, yeah, yeah, I'm sure is it. Yeah. He, he wouldn't care, but you call him a rock and bishop, I'm sure. That's I, right. He's a he,
1: rockin' he, bishop. That's what I said. He'd appreciate
0: that very much. All right. So uh, again, we're going to talk about your conversion story okay. here in just a second, but let's tell our listeners, uh, you're from Effingham. You have a couple of children. Give us your bio, where you work, that sort of story.
1: Okay. Well, I actually uh, last December uh, retired after 26 years of teaching in the Effingham school district. I taught uh, English and literature. I taught junior high for like 18 years and the rest of the time was high school. And then I retired and early and I went to the woods and now I drive a (laughs) skidder, a big machine that drags logs out of the woods. Yeah,
0: and here you are today. All right. All right. So we're getting your story now. And I'm going to tease it up by saying, do you want to come inside with me? That was something a question asked to you uh, many years ago, which ultimately led you to Catholicism. So I'm going to set the stage there. That was a question asked by a, a person very close to you, yeah. which, of course, led to ultimately your conversion. So we'll set the stage there. So now growing up, take us back. You grew up Methodist. I did. Uh, uh, tell us, you know, about your upbringing and, and your faith life and, and, you know, we'll take it from there.
1: Well, my father, um, well, we went to church as a family growing up uh, with my dad decided, he decided one day that he felt the calling and he wanted to go to, to church. So we went as a family and we went to the Methodist church and went all the way through high school. And then I didn't really go uh, except for when I came home in college, I never went to church in college that would have been like a foreign thing to me <laughs> which i no, no offense or anything but yeah. it's yeah. that way for a lot, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people in and, college and yeah. now you know there's so much i think about that but yeah i didn't go to church and then um for years and years the only time i went to church after my dad became a minister was just every once in a while uh i would go uh to my dad's church and that was it otherwise i didn't go um my children, I would take once in a while uh, to a church, but I was just seeking different ones, and I just didn't ever settle into one.
0: So at this point, you you have you have faith, you have a faith right. in God. There's a, there's something there's a base there, but mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of you're you're shopping around. There's just something not tangible to hold on to at that point.
1: Yeah, I just didn't feel a connection, and I really didn't go to church except for very sporadically until I started dating Craig And even then we dated for months and months and I didn't go to church
0: And we'll get to yeah. Craig. We'll get to Craig in a second. Yeah. So so set the stage. you're, you're in your 20s you're, you're doing the rock band thing and you're just kind of shopping around or sporadically going
1: to church. Actually, I never went to church really in my 20s except for once in a while to my dad's and, and 30s. And then I... You're just
0: rocking it out on stage. It's just and pretty... So, okay. Well, I,
1: see, I didn't even really start the band until uh, it was, let's see, it was in 2000. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't even start the band until 2000, 2001. And then for 12 years, definitely didn't go to church, except for once in a while to my dad's. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I look back now, we're talking like 30 years, I only went once in a while. So it's a long time. Okay. So you're not
0: going to Matt or not, you're not going to church no. say master's not even Catholic yet. No. Um, so then you meet your boyfriend, Craig. Yeah. Um, when did that happen? Tell us about him. Cause he was really the instrument here that started to move your, right. your, your, your soul. Uh,
1: he, he was going to church. I, I guess always, <laughs> I don't know. but, uh, you called him a good Catholic boy. I did because he was, you know, I remember him from in like school, uh, I knew him, but uh, he just always went to church when we started dating. He was going every Sunday or every Sunday that he could. And, Um, excuse me, I would, well, when we started dating, um, you know, I would ride into town with him and I would sit in the car and uh, I wouldn't go in. I would sit on my phone the whole time. This went on for like hmm, four or five months. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? So so okay,
0: so you're sitting in the car, because I gotta ask, you're sitting in the car, is, uh, is there ever a part of you that is that is intrigued or what's going on in there? Or were you just kind of like, eh, whatever, I'll just sit here on the phone.
1: Uh 50-50 on that. Sometimes I'd be on my phone, and then sometimes I'd look around and I'm like, man, there's so many cars. What's <laughs> going on in there? I mean, I knew it was church because I had sung in weddings for years in Catholic weddings. Um, but the only time I had ever gone to a Catholic Mass was with Craig, the day that he said, hey, you want to you wanna go inside with me? And I was like, well, sure. But otherwise, I had just set out in my car. And that's, did you, would ask, and did that's you ask him when he came back, like, how I was it? Would, yeah, <laughs> I would just say, how'd it go? And he'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's good. He'd got to you know, a so, big I guess.
0: And that's the question right there. Do you want to go inside with me? It was kind of that moment that you said, sure, I'll come inside. And yeah. that was kind of step one of now where you are today. Yeah, so, I was
1: a nervous wreck because I was like, okay, I have never really gone to a Catholic mass before. I didn't know what to do. And of course, you know, there's the, everyone knows the things to say, (laughs) the responses.
0: You know, it's always funny when you go to Catholic weddings and you're not, I mean, not everyone is Catholic and you're looking around and everyone's like, hey, amen, yeah, amen, amen. Amen. Amen." Yeah, Yeah, they're waiting for the amen. (laughs) So, all right. So, you know, Craig invites you in, you're you're going, you're now going to mass. Um, Mm. So is there something still inside of you that's still struggling with uh, your faith life? And at that point has Catholicism even popped into your head at yours? Like, Oh my gosh, maybe, maybe this, this is it. Or are you still kind of this month? Like, yeah, I'll just go with Craig him e, vitamin. E, and yeah.
1: Yeah. It took a while because I just wanted to see what was going on. And I just took it little by little by little. And like, there is so much to a Catholic mass to us. Well, I still call it a service once in a while, but a mass, there are so many parts and there's, there are so many responses. And so I thought, well, okay, do I fit in? Do I not fit in? And I would look around and I would notice different things. Like I, I called it the fiddle. I could not figure out what was going on the first few times that this was happening. And, um, I have to even think, uh, the part, Oh, the, uh, the gospel, the reading of the gospel. And you know, you oh, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah and i was like looking around and even the little kids are doing this so i'm like what's going on they're making these i said it looked like they were doing a little fiddle with their finger you <laughs> that's know? it so
0: that's the fiddle now we're just yeah. yeah we're just fiddling with our, just our fiddling face around. yeah just
1: yeah? fiddling so they would do it on their head and their mouth and their chest and i'm like okay what is that about i couldn't figure out so we got out of church and i'm like craig what is this fiddle? Why is everybody making a little fiddle? And he just died laughing. He's like, it's a cross. Yeah. And, uh, so it's to the mind.
0: That the, you have our mind, my yeah. lips, my heart, my lips, that may really a and preach yes, God's, exactly. God's good gospel. I
1: learned that in RCA. <laughs> so and from Craig, okay. So,
0: so you're going, uh, Craig's helping you out along the way and yes. you're answering questions. Yep. And so, so now, now set the the, the, the timeline here, uh, Things are starting to move in your mind and your soul, yeah. and you're thinking about RCIA. And, it and, did. and and when you break that to Craig, was was he just
1: flabbergasted? Uh yeah, I guess you could say he was just a little bit like, huh. Craig's always like, huh, huh. look with at me. Look at me. Look, look at, at me. What me I did. <laughs> well, right. no, see, that's the cool part. He didn't act like that at all. He didn't seem like, well, hey, look what I got a Methodist, you know? But he was he was just really cool about it. And he was just almost um didn't want to like like push it on me or or he just really wanted to make sure that it was fully me experiencing really that cool. yeah I but, think that's and, and it was important you know because I'm I'm very um rules are very good and that's what I love about the Catholic religion and the faith and the, and everything about it. I love the rules. There's black and white and yes and no and you know there's no no, really big, huge gray areas. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, um, the right's right and wrong's wrong. And I love that. But otherwise I'm like, you know, and he knows how I am. I, if someone says, oh, well, now you have to do this and this and this. I'm like, oh, well, let's see. That's not <laughs> going to work out for me. <laughs> let's try the opposite. Let's go do this and this and this. And he was just really cool about it. And he was like, huh, oh, okay. Kind of like, Really? <laughs> hmm, look at this, but it it was asking him and anth- answering all the questions that I had, and it was also uh the the people in the congregation when they I would sit you know
0: and this you, is saint Anthony Saint Anthony in or
1: uh we'd go sometimes early morning uh to Siegel uh different you know times that we could go, but you see the people in, in every single Catholic church, no matter where it is even we go uh mountain biking down in grand uh, rivers kentucky and there's a little catholic church there but you see the people and they walk up and they take the eucharist and when they walk back they they just seem very humble and honest and sincere about what they're doing and i thought hmm i want that i want that i want to i want to be able to say here it is here i am help me out cuz this life is not always easy, but even on the good times, I want to be able to show, you know, gratitude. And this is what I'm feeling, and I wanted that. I wanted to see what that was about. Little kids, middle, you know, middle-aged children and adults, all the way up to seniors, the same reference. Mm. And I thought, that is something, and I wanted to be part of that. Yeah. So,
0: so you're in RCIA. Of course, yeah. RCA can be... Obviously, help a lot of people on, or it can be a deal breaker. Was there was there anything you learned about the Catholic Church? Were you were you struggling with any church teachings where you're, that you you had to get over? Um, tell us about the RCIA process, and and was there anything that we, that, that that held you back, or did it, did it spur you forward even faster?
1: RCIA was um, an incredible experience. Um, I I really think that uh, maybe they should have every Catholic go back through it. Because I think after a while, I've heard a lot
0: of priests and a lot of people yeah. say that. There's
1: a lot mm-hmm. of information. There's so much information. Um, I loved the process. I just am the type of person, though, it, it's, it's a commitment, which is awesome, but it's Thursday nights or whatever nights they have it. And I was like, oh, I just, I'd rather go cycling. I wanna do this. I have an hour and a ride to get in, I wanna go ride my bike. I want to reminisce about the pop rocks. Yeah. I get the gang back together. <laughs> That's right. What's going on? But I would go and I would come back and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that was awesome. I learned this and this. Um, I The one thing that I was concerned about was confession. Because I just, being Methodist, you just are like, okay, God, well, this happened. Sorry. You know, where in Catholicism, you sit there and it comes out of your mouth. You articulate to someone else what you did or what, you know, was not pleasing to God. And at first I was, I was very worried about the confession, just the, uh, the experience, you know, of telling someone else something, or just being that open and honest, even your best friend, you might hold a little something back, you know, because you're like, Oh, I'm ashamed of that or whatever. Mm -hmm. You you just don't want to say it, but, and that Craig and I would have that discussion. Well, I'm like, well, I can just talk to God if I want, right? God knows everything. He already knows I did all this. So not that I did anything like major. (laughs) Let me clarify (laughs) that. But I was like, I would have to... No judgment here, (laughs) Rebecca. This is like... where we go to work out the no-judgment place, <laughs> <laughs> of That's fitness, fitness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was worried about that because I was like, yeah, I just don't think, I don't know about that. And when he explained it, and then they explained it in RCIA, that you speak openly about it, and you, to speak about it instead of just think about it, those are two different things. And you th- maybe think about something else twice before you do it where you have to actually physically say it out of your mouth.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because uh, I kind of compare that to, you know, my spouse. I, you know, if I, if I wrong my spouse, I, I know she's going to forgive me because mm-hmm. we're married. And, but it's still the act of actually saying I'm sorry mm-hmm. and then hearing something back. Yeah. And that's really what confession is. You know, we, we get, I think, you know, some non-Catholics think it's the priest who is forgiving our sins. No, he mm-hmm. is there acting as God uh, and verbalizing thing because you know we are human beings we we need to hear you know hearing something back is mm-hmm. is very important um so when you gave your first confession yeah were you scared were you and and then afterward were you like oh my gosh that, that was the, like actually one of the best experiences of my life in a sense
1: yeah it was cool because i was like I was really nervous. I was like, well, should I pack a lunch for the guy? This is going to take a while. You need some snacks. (laughs) I was just. You're looking at people in the line like, this is going to be a while, guys. Bring anything to eat. I don't know. But I was was worried about it. Um, And then you just feel like, well, that wasn't as bad. And then they give you uh, suggestions or, um, oh, they're called something. When they give
0: you your penance, yeah, after yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs>
1: Um, see, it's there's so many things. Um, they you you're know, only a year in, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> you know, right. I always uh, fumble a little, but yeah, you you learn what to do with your forgiveness, I think is important that the priest gives to you that he speaks with you about guidance, about accept that God does accept what you've done and, and forgives you. Then he gives you the guidance to get through that acceptance for your own self, I think. So, so at this point, so now,
0: uh, let's, let's fast forward to, uh, April, for April last year, when you, yeah. uh, you've, you've already been baptized. Cause obviously you're, uh, you're yeah, Christian Christian. Um, and so now you're going to receive confirmation in Eucharist. You're going to become Catholic. Yeah, The tritium, you know, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, uh, out of the Easter vigil, mm-hmm. you become Catholic, Emotions building, you're starting to, you're getting nervous or you're getting excited?
1: All of it. I was, I was very, uh, I was very nervous because, um, just the whole process you're in front of the entire church and it, you know, that's, it's just those several days, that whole, that whole time you are just uh, engulfed in what's going on. You're engrossed in the whole experience. And that Thursday is when they did the washing of the feet. Wow. What an experience, you know, to be up in front of the church and, and they do that. And they chose the RCA, RCIA students, uh, to go through that experience.
0: And talk about right there. I mean, yeah. You're not even Catholic. No. And it's like, you know, Catholics are washing the feet of non-Catholics. That whole, you yes. know, the, the communion, we are we are all in this together.
1: Yes. And they're on their knees and they're washing your feet and you're in front of the congregation. And you just feel so humble that someone would take the time to do that and go through that experience. It's like, wow.
0: Powerful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and then Friday, ooh, that was very powerful um the we the rcia class and our sponsors we it's a big heavy cross i mean i can't even imagine uh jesus what he had to go through and and feel and he was you know carrying it by himself but it took an entire class to carry this heavy wooden cross from the back of the church all the way into the church and place it in the front, and then the RCIA students stood by it while the church, every single member uh, that was there at the church walked up to the cross, and they either touched it or kissed it or knelt to it before it, and we're standing up there witnessing all this. Oh, that was a lot to take in. It it was just so much, and I will never forget, as long as I live, Pat— um. Oh, Joe, uh, Deacon. Oh, Joe, Joe Emrick. He's the Deacon. The deacon yep. Sorry, uh, I was thinking about the experience. Pat Emrick. Um, she is just a wonderful lady, and she and her husband Joe Emmerich, were the RCIA uh, instructors. And but she was there just in the church, um, showing, and she was looking up at the church, at the cross and praying and i will never as long as i live forget her face it's a quite an emotional thing to think about it was it was beautiful she was in pure reverence mm-hmm. and it was just so moving still is <laughs> <laughs> there you're she getting was, tears in your she, eyes yeah yeah <laughs> she uh the look on her face and just how humble she was and how sincere she was and, you know, that she was part of the class and, and teaching the class, and she really loves and means what she says. And sh- and just to see her praying like that and me being standing up there, not even being Catholic at this point yet, uh, it was very powerful. And everyone is just showing such reverence, and they're kneeling and they're kissing the cross and they're praying. And it was like, wow, this is incredibly powerful.
0: So this is, this is obviously Holy Saturday. I'm sorry, Good Friday. This is Good, a good Friday. Friday. Um, you're obviously, th- you're, are you thinking like, oh, but I just, I can't wait for tomorrow. I just can't wait for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was. I was like, ooh, and I would be on a countdown so many, I was like, hey, Craig, like 10 more days till I get to take the Eucharist. <laughs> and was Craig yeah. your sponsor? Yes, yeah. he was. And that was totally cool yeah. because just whenever uh, they, they go and um, they do the, the cross with the, uh, on your forehead and your lips mm-hmm. and your heart and, and your feet even. Yeah. It was, it was powerful. It was something very beautiful to share with him.
0: So let's move to the big moment now. Uh, Easter vigil Saturday, last April, you you become Catholic, uh, take us through that day. And then what it's like to receive the Eucharist for the first time.
1: Oh, (laughs)
0: big question. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't wait. Uh, I was so excited and the church is just absolutely beautiful and it was packed and, um, you know, you're called by your saint name. And I chose Madonna, the Saint Cyclists. And uh, I we,
0: didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, Nice. Yeah. That's another and
0: cool thing about the Catholic Church. You know, you got these saints, yeah, you have you, patrons. You have a and, name, yeah. you get a
1: new name. <laughs> and I chose Madonna and uh you're called by your name, your saint name. And and during the during the evening, uh every single priest takes the oil and anoints your head with your forehead with the cross and and they pray over you and and I mean there are there are, I think there were four yeah I think there are four priests that okay. go through and then of course Deacon Joe is there and uh, and everyone involved and you're they all go through the line and uh, then you're throughout the evening uh, well it's it's very long as you know mm-hmm. the um, the readings, and they go through all of the saints. They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're, I was like, woo. You know,
0: they're building the suspense <laughs> yes. for you. Well, I built it. All
1: right. <laughs> Cause it's quite extensive being a performer. Yeah. You should appreciate that. I man. did. You know, this, I was hey, like, you know, this is right. great. Good teasers. Good teasers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are working up to the big moment. <laughs> and then they, they call your name and you go up and, you get to receive the Eucharist and it's like, oh finally. And then you're like, so this is what it tastes like. <laughs> and you and then I'm still, even today, it's it's real wine. Even though I know it's Christ's blood, but it's it, they use real wine. Mm-hmm. They don't use grape juice. See, I was used to grape juice in, mm. in the Methodists that they do communion. Um, it's it, it's real wine, but the moment um, it, everything is just very ceremonial and very respectful. It is so respectful to God and the journey that everyone was on.
0: Um, Were you in tears? Did you get back to the pew after receiving communion. You've now you're officially Catholic. Obviously, you're sitting there. You, are you thinking about oh my gosh, my journey where I was. Decades ago, and now here I am. Yeah,
1: you're you're a little numb. You get back to the, uh, and you're just you're just smiling. You're like, huh, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> In a sense, I was I was more uh, elated. Um, than Friday was very emotional, and Saturday was just pure elation. It was so exciting, and I was able to sit there and and I was able to join communion with everyone that was Catholic in the church. I was finally able to be a part of that and to experience that.
0: So you've been a Catholic now for obviously about a year. Yes. Um, what do you love about it? What are some of the things that even in the past year you've grown and you're like, this, this is really cool.
1: Yeah. I love, I love mass. I love going to mass. I love that Craig and I share that in our relationship. And I love the, the fact that you can go anywhere and the mass is structured the same. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere. I know. I yeah. love that. It's, that's amazing to me.
0: It <laughs> is cool because, yeah, I had the privilege of going to Rome last May. And my wife and I were at St. John Lateran, one of the oh, big nice. uh, papal basilicas. And um, one of those side chapels, the mass yeah. started. And we're like, let's just go to mass. Why yeah. And I, I believe it was in Italian. I'm pretty sure it was in Italian. Yeah. But, of course, I don't really know. Yeah. I know exactly where they are in the mass. I can still do all the, I'll call it the fiddle now, you know, know. (laughs) you know, know, and you just, you're kind of saying what the priest is saying in English in your head. And it's just like, well, this is the same reading they're saying back in Illinois. Right. Everything is exactly the same. Sorry. I got to say this story really quick on my honeymoon. In uh, Hawaii, uh-huh. where so we are a half a world away, and the yeah. priest in his homily talks about Abraham Lincoln.
1: Oh no! Way. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I turned to Rachel. I'm like, we're a half a world away. We still can't get away from Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> we're we're still here. Can't, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry. So I. I no, no, that's funny. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So you love that. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? Is um, you know, you're obviously you you came into Catholicism. Uh, Amber and I are cradle Catholics. What's your advice for cradle Catholics or you know lukewarm Catholics? People who who have fallen away. What, what would you, what would you say to them?
1: Wow, it is. It was such a journey to be able to become Catholic. That if you are a cradle Catholic and you definitely got to get back in there. I <laughs> said so it was harder to get my uh, become Catholic than get my master's. I, mean, I had to learn so many things. I had to go every Thursday. <laughs> it's like getting a degree, but you kind of get you know yeah. degree at the end. Um, but it was just. Uh, I, I mean, people. They they need to remember that all you have to truly do is not freak out about asking someone. You just say, Hey, you want to come in? Hey, you know, hey, it's we all have t- mass. Like it's so yeah, it's it's easy to ask someone to say, Hey, um, how's it going? Um, you know, we have mass uh this particular day. Why don't you come on in? Or or hey, there's some um there's a holy day or whatever it is that's going on, or even just something like uh, a breakfast. A lot of times they'll have a breakfast afterwards. They'll have uh, donuts or something like that. Hey, why don't you come for some coffee? And just get that initial. Hey, you know why don't you come on in? But even even people that haven't gone to mass, um, maybe they've they've fallen away for some reason or what, something at a particular church wasn't pleasing to them. You can't judge the entire Catholic, your Catholic faith on that one instance and, and take little steps. And, and like I said, there's like this podcast, start by listening to a podcast, start by, um, just there's mass online. You can listen to mass online. We're in, we go to work in the woods. Craig and I work together. We own a timber uh, company, uh, a logging company together. And a lot of mornings there's, we're in the woods by 6 AM. So, you know, mass is not an option, but I will listen uh, to mass uh, on my phone and it's online. You know, there's so many things that, but you just have to ask that person that wants to be asked, but they're not going to say, Hey, you know, ask me, ask me to go to church don't know what's going on in their life. It may just be, you just need to say, Hey, you want to come in? I want to come with me. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. I feel like we, we analyze a lot here. Um, you know, how do we evangelize? What do we do? What do we say? Like it's some complex process. I think Catholics
0: aren't really notoriously good at this. We just, that's not our thing. We're not evangelizers. Um, but that's like, that's not even evangelizing hardly what you're saying is what it seems like to me. It's just literally living your faith and then, you know, Embracing that person who's just close to you. That I
1: mean he was in your life and right. there he was. He just created the opportunity in an instance. And I just feel like that's simple and something we all can do. It is simple. And I saw him going on Sundays and I saw him, you know, go. And I was like, hmm. Now, if it's if he's really holding on to that, what is that that he's holding on to? I want to see what this is about. And that's the day. One day he had just asked me, and I was like, Yeah. I will,
0: and and the one thing I love about your story and and maybe advice, and Amber, you kind of brought up with with evangelizing is what Craig did is he didn't force it. He no. let it. You know, he he set the example. He had he he did the invitation. Mm-hmm. He didn't shove anything down your throat. No, he answered your questions, and then just let it simmer. Right, they'll let the Holy Spirit take it right. from there. Yeah, Answer there was- your questions. Let it simmer for a little bit Mm -hmm. because, you know, when someone's going through that and and maybe you, you can talk about this, Rebecca, there's, there's, you know, there's, you're fragile, you know, you don't want to, you know, if you see something cook in here, you don't want to scare them off. Um, and, and did you get that sense that he was, you know, he, he was, it was, it was just a very gentle approach and and that helped you immensely.
1: Yeah, it did. It helped me because like I said, I'm the type of person where I'm not not really into someone shoving something down your throat and saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. That works <laughs> the opposite yeah. for me. And he didn't do that at all. And um, I think, unfortunately, sometimes people will do that when they are. And and maybe it's because they're so excited about their, their life that they're experiencing um, wherever they're going to church. But, yeah, he was never like that. And... I, I just never got that feeling. I was pleased about that.
0: Now, your parents and Mm -hmm. your children, um, what do they think of all this? And what do they think now? Because they're they're not Catholic, correct? No,
1: they are not. My dad, like I said, is a retired Methodist minister. And uh, my mom, she goes with my dad. Now, they go to church every Sunday. And my dad has a very strong faith, and he does his readings in the morning. And he's very happy for me. He and my cool. mom are both. My mom is hilarious. She's so funny with some of her questions <laughs> <laughs> about Catholicism. Like she asked if the priests got a break for uh once a year where they could go a sabbatical? You know, yeah, kind of a sabbatical to go and do what they wanted, like rumspringer, I guess, kinda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like
1: that. <laughs> <Not exactly>. Vacation. <laughs> they all vacation. Like a vacation for the priesthood. Yeah, yeah. And then she thought confession is she thinks confession is a great idea. She thinks that all religions should have that. Interesting. Yeah, I found that interesting. She thinks it's a great thing. My son, uh, Cade, uh, he is he lives in St. Louis, and he dates uh, a girl who is uh, her family is uh, I would say very Catholic, uh, strong Catholic faith, and he goes to church with her.
0: So we got another story yeah, in the making. That, here. that could be. I you like never it. know.
1: <laughs> you never know. There you go. But he does. He will go to mass with her. And then my daughter uh, she um, hasn't uh, hadn't walked any path yet and that's just her Jensen she's her own person and I love and admire that and I've never pushed anything on her so um, and she's just like okay mom you just do you you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah everybody's pretty cool with it
0: Very nice. So, uh, so obviously you were in the pop rocks and Mm -hmm. now you're the lead singer. Now you're a cantor. Yes. What, what is that? You just, to be able to continue that talent and now to be able to glorify God. Yeah. How awesome is that?
1: I, I will be very honest. I have never sung without getting paid, (laughs) but I, I, I do it faithfully and with great joy, uh, with cantering. And I wouldn't want a single dime for it. I get, it's incredibly important to me, uh, to experience that because really I am in absolute full prayer when I am cantering. Uh, it is like a prayer and praise and gratitude, uh, when I'm able to canter. Have you found a favorite song? Um. Oh wow. There's so many. I love them. The mass we're singing right now. We're singing. Um. The. Um. Oh my word. Now I'm gonna blank out. Um.
0: So have you ever cried? Too. Because sometimes there's some songs at mass. you are just like, the blessed are they. Blessed are they. Gets me all the time. Are blessed are they. Who oh, seek oh, mercy. The that, yeah. I, I always, uh, oh, that, no, that, that one. Always gets no, me. I've
1: sung that. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. That. I, it's not the Heritage Mass. It's the one going on right now. Uh, Regina would be laughing right now. I'm sure the choir director and music director, she'd be like, Becca! <laughs> oh, that's okay. But, um, <laughs> I love singing that. It's very uplifting and, you know, hallelujah, mm-hmm. hallelujah. And so I really, I am not very... Um, Stoic when I sing, I think You're very theatric. Uh I a little. Well, it's bit, the I pop guess, rock's but, coming yeah, back out? I mean, exactly. there's always a, somebody some scream. Pop rocks <laughs> <laughs> That's the only difference, you know. Everybody's there's four hundred people in there yeah. in the morning, and they're <laughs> praying. And I'm like, you know, somebody scream. <laughs> that they don't do. I don't do that, but uh, <laughs> you know, you could. I guess it'd be different. But no, I have some favorite songs. Um, well, I love how great they're all. How great thou art! I love to sing that and. And I sing it uh, probably like a Southern Baptist (laughs) instead of a strict Catholic cantor. But I do love that song. Um, Audrey Assad has some beautiful songs that I listen to her that she sings that actually um, one of them, uh, Be Thou My Vision. That, yeah.
0: I don't know if I've heard that one. You know, they say singing is praying twice.
1: I love it. So you're, you're making all the, the
0: years you work. I mean, you're making up for it. like Hey, split I'm trying. Point, I figure I'm
1: 53. I Hopefully I'll live to be 100. I've got at least a lot of, you know, several 50 good years of Catholicism <laughs> in me. You know, 103, I guess I'd be. But I've, I go to Mass a lot, uh, and I guess maybe I'm making up. But, yeah, cantering is, is so different, uh, obviously, from lead singing in the band. But it is an amazing experience and it's very powerful. It is. I get lost in the music.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Now, my final question for you, um, for those that are in RCA right now, who are about to become Catholic this coming April, Mm -hmm. uh, what's your advice? If you could speak to someone who, you know, hey, I'm I'm about to become Catholic. I'm in through RCA. What, what, What advice do you have for me?
1: To understand that it is a continuing RCIA process. It is a continuing process of growth, of learning, and just experiencing Catholicism as a whole in your readings, in the mass, in speaking with uh, the people, the, uh, connecting still with those that you went to class with. I know uh, that Joe uh, Emmerich and his wife spoke of uh, getting back together. Uh, to have just kind of a reunion, so to speak, Um, but just continue every day and realize that it is still an ongoing process and actually an ongoing process for every Catholic. You know, I think every person that was a cradle Catholic needs to well, I don't want to say needs to like, Hey, I'm Miss well, Catholic. Let you me know speak I mean? for you. <laughs> I, I, I
0: know I, th- I'm, I'm guilty of going through the motions or I'm, yeah. I'm guilty of taking for taking granted for stuff oh. because you know, yeah. I, I grew up with it. That's why I love hearing stories like yours and any conversion story, because it's a reminder to all of us that right. sometimes it says, wake up to the gifts in front of you because you are so joy filled. You are so yeah. excited. The passion mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. is it's so contagious. refreshing. Yeah.
1: yeah. These are my favorite podcasts. These stories, yeah. people come on. Absolutely. They're, they're <laughs> by far the best. I couldn't wait to take the Eucharist and I would sit there. Several months prior to being able to take it and be like, man, do they know how lucky they are that they get to take it? Yeah. And I would ask Craig, I'd be like, do you realize how lucky you are that you could go take it? St.
0: Maximilian Kobe said that uh, the one thing angels are jealous of, of humans is the Eucharist.
1: (gasps) Really? Mm -hmm. There was such a fantastic story in the Catholic Times that you had... About the miracles, of the Eucharist.
0: Yeah, all the miracles. Loved yeah, associated. It. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think that's just that's another reminder. I think it's kind of a slap in the face to reality from God that says, yeah. "Hey, if you've been faltering or if you don't believe, because unfortunately that Pew study said seventy percent of Catholics don't <gasps> believe in yeah. the true presence. Fine, I'm actually going to." literally show you yeah through science and atheist scientists are going to actually and everything adds up yeah you know and then you know the john paul ii and the dogs where uh, john paul ii is visiting america and he wants to go he's stopping at a seminary i believe in baltimore and he wants to pray at the seminary school now the security wasn't prepared for this so they sweep the building they Mm -hmm. send those dogs in who can you know smell everything and they're looking for any sort of scent and the dogs go to the chapel where he's going to pray and they stop and they bark in front of the tabernacle because they have scented. Someone was inside.
1: Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just like, hello again, I'm here. Right. (laughs) So, and you see the candle, the red candle with the flame. I look at that every time and I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) And then before I canter, I get, I get nervous. I just don't understand it. I I would with the band, but really nervous right before I canter. I get nervous cuz I want to do well and it's important because people have come there to to pray, they've come to speak with God personally, they've come to experience the mass. They their heart may be breaking. And I have to I'm not just singing words. It's prayer and I'm hoping that it enhances them and has let their experience with God who is present in the church, right? For real, like in the Eucharist right there. right there. And that they can experience that. And it's really important to me. And you see the the whole process of the Mass and and the Eucharist and it's pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well we
0: love having you in here hearing your story. Oh, well, it's thank contagious. You. Thank you for Rebecca sharing Rebecca McIntyre. All the yeah. way from Effingham One year into Catholicism. Thanks for coming on Dive Deep.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. If you'd like more podcasts, go to dial.org slash podcast, and we'll see you next time.